comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a jittery monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United, a jittery monkey podcast network podcast that's found at jitterymonkey.com. That was accidentally redundant. I do apologize. My name is Greg Mahachko. Joining me as always, the one and only co-host of the year, and quite possibly beard of the year to match. Thank you. He is Mike Luther. Hello, Mike. Hey. Uh, I, I kind of want to know right now what uh, beer you have, because I want to show you what beer I have. Well, I've got two. I had okay. my my pre-beer that I started uh, drinking while uh, I was having a late dinner and playing Mario Kart. Okay. Uh, and that is... A it's a Schlafly Pale Ale, nice, nice. It's it's not the special one. Um, and then the one for when this one's empty, the one that I have that I'm going to is again. It's not my huge, not my usual, mm-hmm. but it is a New Belgium. It is their seasonal release, and it is their or I guess I'm sorry, seasonal release because it's it, it's their accumulation IPA. Interesting. I thought you were like ski soda. I thought it had something to do with that. They did try uh, that. Uh, remember when they had yeah. uh, brew ski? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was short-lived and for good reason. Yeah. Okay. So after I think it was the last podcast we did, I've, I've been looking for this and I finally found it. The O'Fallon Vanilla yes. Vapor Cream. Now, here's the thing. I have not taken a drink of this yet. Okay. I'm okay. so excited. It's opened. And I say because um, last Saturday I went, I was like, maybe they have something like that at the liquor store by me. And they had O'Fallon Brewery Cherry Chocolate Dark Wheat Ale. And it tasted nothing like cherry and nothing like chocolate. (laughs) It was fine beer. If they would have just called it O'Fallon's Dark Wheat Ale, I'm like, this is good. I drank three of them. So, you know, there you go. Um, So let me let me see how this is. I'm so excited. He's taking a drink. He's swishing. Okay. It's not bad. It's not as sweet as I thought it would be, but it's still not bad. You didn't have that look of of uh being a, at a higher plane of existence like I had last week. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm curious because the only way I could find this, I had I had to find it at a place in Edwardsville and it came in like was it, uh was it uh Friar Friar Tux, yeah. Friar Tux, yeah. Yeah. And it came with a bunch of other ones. And I'm curious. It's called their, like the O'Fallon cookie tin. Mm-hmm. So oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I think there was a, a gooey butter cake one. There's an oatmeal one. And, I, and this one, I forget what the other one. I don't know how they're going to taste, but I mean, I'll drink them. So, <laughs> no. so I want to I'm gonna put this one out there from O'Fallon Brewing uh, in O'Fallon, Missouri. It is. It's like a pretzel. Yeah, naughty, uh, naughty pretzel. Naughty, yeah, naughty pretzel. That's yeah, that's a good beer. Like it's it's got that like kind of pretzel salt type of 
just a hint to it, like enough to notice it. But that's a that, that reminds you of a, a of if of pretzels could be an alcoholic beverage, and if they were, I'd be in super trouble. Yes, there's no mistake in that one. Like you drink that, and you definitely okay. I I can taste the pretzel for sure. And obviously, the, the saltiness, and I, not in a bad way. In fact, they had that there too. I almost picked that up, but I this was more more than enough. So I, I don't remember when when I uh, went to Total Wine. I don't remember seeing the cookie tin, you know, kind of collection mm-hmm. as it were. Very you know seasonal. I mean, very very uh, appropriate marketing. I think for yeah. for the time. So. Um, what have you been up to? Because I've been had oh, an interesting week. Mike, my week started with a trip to the doctor's office. Oh, that's right. You had to get your knee looked at. So I got my knee, knee looked at. And basically what uh, the doc says is, well, the sides of your knee look okay. But right there where the kneecap hits, he's like where it should feel like it's, you know, glass sliding mm-hmm. along glass. Yeah. Based on the lack of cartilage there, it probably feels like sandpaper against sandpaper. I'm like, yeah, that's fairly accurate. That's what, you know, why I have all the pain. So uh, they did x-rays and this coming Wednesday, I'll be up in closer to your neck of the woods uh, for an MRI. Okay. They they were looking for, um, I, I can't remember uh, loose pieces or floating pieces or right. something like that. Uh, dislodged parts. Anyway. Yeah. Fun. That's, that's exciting. That's exciting. They, they uh, gave me a compression, uh, sleeve, I guess for right. a better term to put on my knee. And that, uh, didn't, when it stays put, it works. Right. But the, the sleeve is a good 12 to 14 inches long, maybe 18. And it all kind of seems to center right around my knee. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that yeah. that's, you know, and under my, like, my suit pants and things like that, I you know, don't need to look like I'm wearing a garter. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I mean, hopefully everything works out with that. Um, I'll say my week. Well, actually, okay, I'll, 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 the week actually started off good because, well, I don't know when you consider week. It was either Saturday or Sunday. I was I told you I was going to tell you about the place, uh, a, a new place I found. I did technically no one found it. There's this place called Chef Shop in Chef Edward Shop that sells um, like bulk candy, novelty sodas. Like there's like a, a mustard soda and you know a bunch of other ones. I yeah. Uh, what else? Fudge uh, and flavored popcorn. Right, like tons of flavored popcorn, lots of flavored popcorn, and Nolan had gone there before, and he had bought fudge there before, like in, in different flavors and stuff like that, like mint fudge and uh, gooey butter cake fudge and stuff like that. Nice. And then he had also bought some popcorn. One that he bought was beer cheese popcorn, and I had a little bit of that. And then I was like, man, I got to go there. So, like I said, it was either Saturday or Sunday. I couldn't remember when we went there. And we each got two mini bags, which is about three cups of popcorn. And I, he got another beer cheese and pizza and the pizza I didn't try, but he said, it. I go, does it taste kind of like pizza Pringles? He goes, yeah, kind of. Okay. And then Good I point got of reference, right? Yeah, exactly. I got jalapeno cheddar and I got bacon cheddar. Ooh. Now let me tell you, first of all, the price was okay. It was like 14 bucks for those four, you know? 
Um, the jalapeno cheddar, perfect. Just uh, just the right amount. Not a really too much kick on there, but you could you could taste it. You could taste the jalapeno. Let me tell you about the bacon cheddar. <laughs> All right. Now I don't know how you feel. But I most bacon like flavored products don't actually taste like bacon. I have a great story, but I want to wait okay. until my story after you tell your story. Right, right. So most like bacon chips, whatever, it's like a smoky flavor, mm-hmm. right? You're like, hey, then this isn't bad. I don't eat the chips and stuff like that. This was the most authentic bacon flavor. There was no denying that it was bacon flavor. Did they use um? And like, do they try to figure out how to word the question? Do they use like actual bacon that maybe got like ground up or crumbled up and and adheres to like the cheesy part? Or I there was it just looked cheesy to me, okay. but they, they use okay. some kind of flavoring. I don't know, but it was delicious, and I got to go back there. And I know you've mentioned Abe's Gourmet, but that's nowhere near me right now. It's so true. it's in Belleville. You're yeah, no, and. uh yeah, this place was so good. And like me and Nolan were talking about going again. We would definitely go at some point in time. Not sure when, but Abe's Gourmet. Good job. You mean Chef Shop? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Abe's Gourmet. Good job. But uh, you didn't get me as a customer. I'm going to Chef Shop. Okay. Um, so I have a, a story. You got to go back a few weeks, uh, I guess technically a month now to Christmas. Um, I'm at yeah, my wife and I, or our family's at it at uh, my mom and dad's Christmas brunch time. You know, uh, we've done presents and the adults are doing the white elephant first year we've ever done it. Um, and uh, I, you know, kept the, it was my idea. I was like, let's do something just for us. Get it some laughs. Ha ha ha. And my wife came away with like a $10 gift card to Starbucks and a St. Louis Cardinals replica world series ring or conference championship ring which is cool like that's realistically mine (laughs) um and and i i i fell on the sword and took the bacon candy okay michael let me tell you there and and that was like the biggest gag gift of of them all like the bacon candy you know yeah and i said okay well I'm going to try it because I like bacon and I like candy. And when you put the two together, what could possibly go wrong? Bad. (laughs) It was not good. Like, again, there was no distinct bacon flavor. Right. And like they looked like old school peppermints, but they weren't minty. They didn't have any distinct bacon flavor and it was just like okay this is just an odd flavor in my mouth shut up everybody (laughs) (laughs) uh and and the first piece of candy i've probably spit out in the last 25 years okay all right and and so my each one's individually wrapped so i thought about taking the little tin up to my office Mm -hmm. and pouring them on the table in the break room without the tin just be like yeah a little pile of free candy there and and just walking away, but I've never done that. I think maybe now it's too late. No, it's not too late. It's definitely do it now. All right. I just got to get there Monday morning early before anybody else. Yeah. Okay. I can do that. Uh, okay. So I'll say the last thing was, was unfortunately a bad thing. Um, Monday, as I'm going to work, 
for whatever reason, there was a bunch of metal debris on the middle of the road, not in the middle, not in the middle of the road on the, the right side of the road. And uh, I could not stop in time. I slammed on my brakes and uh, basically ran it all over and popped three tires. How bad? Like down it, to the rims? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That, you yeah. shredded them. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, this was like, I would tell everybody debris and they're thinking like, oh, just trash and garbage. It's like, no, these were, I, I think what happened, because I talked to one guy and he said that, he either said that the truck in front of him had either dropped stuff or hit the bridge, like hit the over, overpass. I think it might have been hitting the overpass. I'm not sure. But like there, I wish I would have taken a picture of it and I didn't. Wow. Um, but I ended up having to talk to state troopers and stuff like that. And I called in to work because I was actually going to teach. And I called in the, the person who I was teaching with. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to make it. I have three flat tires. Wow. And so I had to get a tow. I had to get uh, my car towed, which was crazy expensive. Yeah. Then I had to get three new tires because this is no patching the tires up. Right. And it's funny because I, I, I was talking to my brother because he I, I didn't have enough money on my debit card, but I because I had a lot of cash at home, and I had to have him because he was he lived by me. I'd have him go run to my house, pick up my cash, and then run to the the tire place. And he's like, "Oh, this should be what like." 25 bucks tires something like that i'm like no no they had to get <laughs> new ones like there's no patching these no. He's like, oh and what pisses me off even more is that i just bought four brand new tires right maybe in november december so luckily i had the money for it not money i wanted to spend on it money i wanted to spend on other things um but i had the money for it so i could get it fixed Trying to work with insurance, but I'm just s out of luck there. I that something like that's 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 roadside hazard. I mean, if they found out who dumped all the all the stuff, and they do, they know. Oh, then they should be working with their like their insurance should be that guy's insurance should be paying for it all. That's what my so I talked to my insurance and I told her everything that happened and I said I have because the the cop found the guy that did it. I have I said I have all of his information and she goes she goes okay can I have that information I'm like, yeah absolutely so I get all she's like okay well with your deductible you're all, you're not going to get much of a payout at all on it cuz I have like a $500 deductible and not counting the tow the tires are like 547 you know total yeah total I mean I mean uh yeah not not each no, no, God, no, I don't have that much money, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know what kind of tires you're looking at. Um, but then I, don't know. Goes, I, th- I thought well, I thought tires went like three, four hundred bucks a pop. Uh, uh, not the tires I get. Okay. Um, but I, uh, she goes, I, I'll talk to. I'm gonna try to get a hold of their insurance or his insurance, and that was like I said Monday, and I haven't heard anything back. So I'm gonna contact I'm gonna contact her again on Monday and be like, hey, where are we at? So all right, one more little uh not great. Okay. But just to show you that getting old sucks. True. Apparently last night I slept weird. <laughs> and uh the back of my right shoulder has been sore like all the way down to the middle of my back all day long. Yeah. So 
I think when I go to bed tonight, I'm just going to, you know, go to sleep under the pillow and end it all. Cause what's the point? <laughs> my, my body's breaking down on me too fast, Mike. Dude, I understand. I, I trust me. The same thing happens to me. Like, uh, I, I told you my, my shoulder was feeling wonky for a while where like when I was working out, I couldn't do any kind of pulling, like pulling myself up or anything like that. I mean, I still worked out as so I just changed, I changed the angle of my shoulder, but still sure. the angle of the dangle. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. For anybody that, uh, joined us to hear some nerd topics, what do we got for them? Mike, what we have for them. What we have for them, Mike, <laughs> is is the news that came out this week to no fault of James Gunn and Peter Safran is that HBO Max is uh, ending Titans and Doom Patrol after their current fourth seasons. Yeah, I, I had I heard or I was reading that they kind of knew that already, so even though they wanted to do more, they they can at least for Doom Patrol, they can kind of have a good ending or a, a somewhat good conclusion conclusion for it. I know I've seen most of season four of Doom Patrol, at least when they did, because they did part one, they did five episodes, and then they took a break, and then I just recently, I think they started the other episodes, and I haven't seen those yet. Titans, I don't think I've seen any of season four yet, but I'll for sure watch that. I have or had been watching season four of uh, Titans, and what seemed to me was that it it was like a very short season. Like it seemed incomplete, and I don't know if mm. I gave it a few weeks, you know. Like uh, so, I don't know if similarly to I Doom think Patrol, as they were given a little break. Like I, I'm, yeah. for example, pulling it up right now. Uh, go to season four. This is the kind of awesome content that everybody loves. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm caught up with the six episodes. Right. Of, so of season four. So okay, so for the six episodes. Okay. So uh, I just real quick, I saw this. Uh, not reading, but it says Titans. Titans. Titans season four part two is not coming to HBO Max in February. Um, okay. I don't know when it's coming. But I guess there, there's going to be a. I, I'm almost positive there's going to be a part two. They there has to be because the way they left part one so open ended. Like there's there's a whole back half of the story that's due. And my question is, I wonder because you said Doom Patrol Part One was out, but maybe not yeah. Part Two. No, Part wonder, Two's out now too. Okay, it is now. Okay, so I wonder if like for Titans now that they've officially been. Acts if they have to go in and do reshoots, but that still seems like a, a very limited time frame. Yeah. So. So I'm not sure. I. I kind of it was fun I, while I, it lasted. Yeah. Uh. And look, four seasons is pretty good. It is. You know, I and, would rather I would rather have four seasons that are that are good rather than like Flash where you have eight seasons and they're if. Or Supernatural, where you have 18 seasons of the first <laughs> right. four were good. Yeah. Uh, if nothing else, I'll say this about Titans. It gave us Alan Richson, who went on to, or gave gave a higher profile to Alan Richson, who went on to Reacher on Prime, and that show is phenomenal. True. And also, uh, Doom Patrol, of course, gave us uh, Brendan Fraser, um, Robot Man. 
Who's kind I, of I, having a bad bit of a resurgence here. I think we talked about that. Absolutely. A couple weeks ago. Absolutely. And it gave us, uh, I know you, you won't know this person, uh, Diane Guerrero, AKA crazy Jane, AKA crazy hot. When, when you said uh, her name, I said, well, that's Jane. Ah, okay. You said yeah. that in your head. Understandable. That's good. I did. I just said, I didn't want to interrupt. I was trying to, no, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Polite. Yes. Manners maketh man. Very true. Did you ever watch uh, 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 Kings, the King's Man? Of course I did. All right. Just make sure. Yeah. That's a fun little series. It really is. Oh, wait. Actually, oh, did you say Kingsman or the King's Man? Like the the origin one that came out like I last year or year before? I started watching it. Michael. It's not as good as the Kingsman. No, it's not. Did you ever watch Kingsman Golden Circle? Yeah. Okay. I did. Look, here's the thing. I didn't think it was that bad. I actually I liked some of the the scenes. I like. I didn't like the movie as a whole, but I like some scenes. I like the lasso fight scene. Mm-hmm. I like, especially you know, manners maketh man. I, I liked when he tried to do that again, and that he just like his his brain was still you know oh, right, right. wonky, right. So that, I, I it was it was Pedro Pascal was it was in that. Yes, it was. Yeah, the the formidable. Mm-hmm. Pedro Pascal, unlike that good for nothing Oscar Isaac. Uh, Oscar Isaac is fine. By the way, have you seen any of Last of Us? No. Okay. You might it's, you you like it. I think you don't have to play the video game or anything like that. Well, you told me fun. that I had to. You said it was a law. That's why I haven't watched it. You were like because oh, I asked bad. you. I asked you like, do you think I need to play it, the video game? It, it and you're like, yeah, it's 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 the law. I wanted you to be a rebel and break the law. Oh yep. well, you knew that was never going to happen. <laughs> there there are some scenes in it that. Like if you haven't played the video game, you, you you'll enjoy it. But if you have played the video game, it's almost like it's from the video game. Like, and I I had played the video game a long time ago, and then I started playing it again. Uh, Greg apparently does not like his IPA, which I didn't think you were an IPA guy anyway. So I don't know why you were getting that. I wanted to try it. It's a seasonal beer. I'm sorry, it's a skeezinal beer. Okay, well, oh, it's... lesson learned. Is it hoppy? Yeah, it's it's very bitter. Um, I had some I had some uh, IPAs, um, some New England pale ales. You know, I had some of those when I was up in Connecticut a few months ago that were not nearly as hoppy and bitter as that. That's yeah. that's a force. Cut it <laughs> with a little wild turkey. That's no. That'll help I, you out. I was gonna say something, but I was gonna open up a door for you to. To, to say something worse. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, Brendan Fraser, uh, I'm excited for, I'm excited for him. You know, he, yeah. I think now they're possibly talking about him coming back for another mummy movie. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, he said he was down for it. Well, yeah. I mean, and after the last mummy movie, they need a good one True. to re-energize True. the franchise. <laughs> um, and, and look with, with Hollywood, being what it is and and the incomes that some of these uh uh stars have i have no problem that the guy who's starring in the whale can get back down to fight in shape oh yeah yeah i mean if christian bale can do it yeah i mean i don't know i don't know i don't know if you would want people to do what christian bale does no he does take it to the extremes doesn't yeah. he <laughs> yeah a little bit a little bit so, uh, well, the Titans uh, and Doom Patrol will be missed. Doom Patrol is one of those like 
I go a long time without watching it, and then mm-hmm. I watch it, and I'm like, this is a head trip, you know? Like, it's, oh, yeah. it's a it's a fun show. It really is a fun show. And if you haven't watched uh, 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 Doom Patrol, I, I do in- encourage you to do so. You can find it on HBO Max. Titans, I... Titans, I think, has has uh, seen diminishing returns. Um, I believe the first season was really hot, and then I, th- I think it has gone downhill. Now we're into uh, um, like characters like Brother Blood, and look, these are existing DC characters. I'm yes, not, but eh, it's. I think I mentioned to you it, as I started watching season four. I was like, I feel like this belongs in Doom Patrol. Like it was, <laughs> it it was there. There's almost no delineation from from the two except for you know who, who's going out and, and doing the crime fighting so um but a couple good shows that, that will be missed and i yeah. enjoyed watching them so yeah all right uh the only other thing we had on the facebook page was the new trailer for shazam fury of gods fear of the gods i watched it it was fine i did not because it's getting too close i yeah i don't blame you i don't there wasn't necessarily anything that was like spoilery but it also felt like you almost saw the whole movie or at least the that's ending why. of it yeah exactly oh not the ending mike that's the best part yeah it's the it's the one where he no just kidding i thought you were kidding <laughs> i was like you son of a bitch no. all right but should we should we go on with what we what we watched i watched a few things this week mike all right what'd you watch uh, for starters, on Prime, I mean, we mentioned Reacher, which is uh, uh, Jack Reacher, that that show. But I watched season three of Jack Ryan, starring Mr. Fantastic himself, John Krasinski. Yeah, I, I was telling you, I saw the first season of that. I think I, I started watching the second season, and then I think I just went on to whatever. I really... so. I didn't realize the number of Jack Ryan movies that exist. Like, I think Patriot Games uh, is a Jack Ryan movie from like the nineties. Okay. Uh, I I know that Ben Affleck starred as Jack Ryan in uh, uh, along with you know Morgan Freeman was in the movie, but the sum of all fears. Okay, and and the it, that would which was about America and and Russia and tr- almost reigniting a Cold War or or. You know, oh, maybe not Cold War, World War, and the threat of nuclear uh, weapons and, and things like that. And without getting too much into it, this third season of Jack Ryan gave me a lot of those same feelings. You know, it's all about uh, subversive attacks and and trying to establish Mother Russia. Not a good uh, Russian <laughs> accent. I apologize. Uh, as thank you as as a world power um you know i at at more than one point uh some some of the russians refer you know to they say uh we used to you know the world used to look at us like like a monster uh and 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 fear us and they haven't done that you know like since the wall came down you know i I, i'm saying it I'm, i'm not even doing a good job paraphrasing it um but krasinski's great in that role um you you often i think this role helps like look he's always going to be jim halpert you know but yeah but this role helps i think uh viewers see him in a different light same with like the quiet place like he's a guy who's ready for 
bigger, more serious roles, you know? Um, and, and it's just, it's, I like the, the mental games of it. Cause yeah, there is some running around and shooting them up, but there's also the, um, decoding of, of, uh, Intel and things like that. Another show that, that, uh, we'll talk about here in a few minutes. Uh, I enjoy it for the same reasons. It's, it's the, um, intelligence of, of it. And, and, you know, kind of learning history, whether it's, you know, um, like actual history or that fictional history, you know, that it's elements of, of real life history that help tell a, a fictional story. And I, I, I find myself really fascinated by that, but Jack Ryan is a really good show. And I, I would encourage anybody with prime to, uh, to check it out if they haven't already. I, I would say I agree just based on season one. <laughs> Oh yeah. Uh is before we get to the the one we have for sure watched jointly, I mean not jointly, mm-hmm. but you watch I watch it. Is there anything else that you watched this uh week? I started watching well, actually I should say started because I'm on uh, episode 20 now. So I was telling you I was re-watching How I Met Your Mother, uh show from 2005 that I didn't start watching in 2005, but I probably started watching in like 2000 eight or whatever i started getting the box sets for them uh it's definitely interesting still i I will tell you right now good thing um uh lily and marshall marshall i was thinking i was like marsh because i was thinking of his nickname that she gives him marshmallow marshmallow i was was like marsh that's not his name Uh, lily and marshall are still an adorable couple they're still like role model couple judge fudge yeah um Barney is exactly what Barney is, you know, this is his character is he's not hiding anything timeless. Uh, yeah. And, but, uh, Ted is, I was telling you before the podcast, he's supposed to be this hopeless romantic and it just, it comes off creepy. Like first, and, it, and this is not, I mean, yeah, this is spoiler, but this your own fault for not watching it. Uh, listener, but he meets this girl, Robin, and immediately just about immediately tells her he's in love with her and then she's like oh, well no i don't you know we should just be friends whatever he's like and he's practically like begging her like no we sh- we could be together it's 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 fine we what if what works out and then somehow they become friends which doesn't that won't work in real life um and then he starts dating this girl victoria she's pretty cute victoria's pretty cute and, mm, and she can bake Yes, and she can beg. Well, she has to go to uh, culinary in Germany. So at first he was, she, he, at first he was like, "I'll, I'll go, the, the whole thing was like, should I convince her to stay? And I'm like, they've been, by the way, they were dating two months at the time. And he's going to try to tell her to leave her job. An- another mark against you. Sorry, buddy. So they tried <laughs> to do the, 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 um, the uh, long distance relationship. And then, of course, stuff happens with Robin. He goes over to Robin's house at two o'clock in the morning. Nothing good happens after midnight. Exactly. I know not nothing happens after two a.m. They oh, say. Oh, sorry. Yeah, which was after two a.m. They were gonna juice, Mike. They were just they, gonna juice. They they said they were gonna juice, and then he go he lies to her and says that oh me and Tori broke up, and so they start you know a little kissy kissy, and I'm like hey so you've already cheated on your girlfriend, you know, and then of course Robin finds out. And then Victoria finds out or Robin finds out that they didn't actually break up. And then Victoria finds out. 
So, um, uh, Ted, I, don't, I, I know what you think. I, you'd probably become a more lovable character in the 10 seasons. Uh, like, I know Barney changes, you know, near the end. But, I'm sorry, I'm not rooting for you, Ted. Well, the good news is you've already seen the show and you know how mm-hmm. it ends. Exactly. Man, so Bad ending, too. <laughs> yeah, it's not one of t- television's best. Um, what, what? So, while you were... Mm-hmm. Starting that over, I started Community uh, again a few days ago and up, up to episode 20-something uh, right at the end of that first year. they In fact, the episode I just finished uh, tonight uh, earlier, obviously not right now, was them passing the uh, Spanish 102 final. Okay, when, well, nice. When Annie goes rogue and tells everybody that Chang doesn't have a, a teaching degree or whatever. Oh, so, yes, yes. So I think I'm pretty sure that's the end of season one. Um, but yeah, it's one of those. Uh, I would I would watch Community and I thank you for, for you know, telling me about it. But yeah. I would watch it just for the paintball episodes. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. They're so it, again, it, it's I know it's not realistic. I know it's but I don't want to watch realistic. TV. Like, I, I live in the real world. I don't need to yeah. watch like <laughs> I don't want to watch you know, series like, like, um, yeah, serial dramas and, you know, things like that. Like I don't, uh, procedurals. I don't, I don't want we, to watch procedurals. Well, we, well, especially we've both been to community college. And so, you know, like that's a, a, a real community college doesn't have much good stories. Yeah. You know? no, that's true. Um, mine definitely didn't have paintball. Um, I, I don't think mine did either. At least not or, or chicken fingers. No, no. Or I'm pretty sure Spanish class. Or Annie. Or Annie. No. I can't even remember Annie's last name. Luther. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> uh Edison. Damn. Ah, oh, yes. I'm 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 happy slash sad that I know that. Because <laughs> I feel like I just broke your heart a little bit. That's all right. Um, and then there was something else that I was, Oh, I know. Uh, I am up to date and I know we talked about it before we rolled sound. Uh, you are not, but I have been watching national treasure, um, history of something, whatever, whatever the series is on Disney plus. And I'm finding that to be just really enjoyable. Um, and it's so weird. Uh, like, look, it's, it's a different tale from the Nicolas Cage, you know, movies, there are some times like it's you it's in the same universe uh the the character Riley does show up uh in one or two of the episodes um uh Sadusky, uh Harvey Keitel is in it early on uh but it's oh Catherine Zeta Jones who we just oh. saw a couple of, of a weeks or a month month or two back or whatever as uh Morticia Adams yes it, and she's like I hate to say spoiler. She's playing the bad guy, and oh, okay. it, and that's kind of uh, off type for her. You know, she's yeah, she's always kind of like the the I I think of her from like the Mask of Zorro and Legend of Zorro. You know, opposite of Antonio Banderas, uh, and, and other you know like romantic comedies or whatever. Uh, but she's not like she doesn't usually play the the villain and she's surprisingly good as a villain. Um, I have no doubt. 
Yeah. So uh, I I know you got started on it and then kind of fell off. I encourage you and anybody else to get caught up uh, because I feel like the season is just about over. Now, Mike, I know there's one show that you are up to speed and up to date on, as am I, because it just came out a week ago. I believe so. Yeah. And that is on Netflix. Mm -hmm. That show is that 90s show. Yes, a I guess you would call it maybe spin-off of that 70s show, maybe even like a sequel to sequel. Yeah, sequel lots of that. familiar faces. Yeah, a couple familiar faces. Um I started watching it because you last podcast you said you uh, you had watched like three episodes of it. I don't, I want to say and you said you were enjoying it. And I even said, I was like, well, I know it's not going to be like that 70s show, but I, I'll go into it, you know, with that in mind, you know. And honestly, I don't even know how much of that 70s show I watched. Um, but I remember it was always kind of like on reruns mm -hmm. when, you know, when we were teenagers, I guess. I probably twice have gone all through that 70s show. Okay. So. So, okay. Okay, since you've done that, you might be able to compare it a little bit. Not that we should compare it, but this is this is what I thought with that 90s show. I thought it doesn't belong on Netflix. It belongs on Disney Channel. <laughs> There's a little too much drug use for uh, Disney Channel. Uh, Disney, Nick at Night or something. And, and here's why I say that. Not, not that it has to do with kids. I mean, you know, teenagers. Because actually, there's a thing. I know in that 70s show, I think only two of them were 18. The rest were like 20. I think... Um, or maybe even younger. I, I, but anyway, uh, in the, that 90s show, they're all like... Younger. Around, yeah, they're all younger. Yeah. I don't mean with that. What I mean is... I don't know if you noticed this when you were watching it, but they did the Disney Channel thing where they bump up the laugh track to a little bit too high of a volume and have it play about every two lines. And I'm not exaggerating. It's bump, bump, laugh track, bump, 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 laugh track, bump, bump, aw, bump, bump, laugh track. And I don't, I don't get it. I'm not exaggerating at all. If you watch it again, that's what it is. I'm pretty sure that 90s show was filmed in front of a live studio audience. Yeah, they weren't laughing that much. They, that was a guaranteed laugh track. And that's just, like I said, I don't, I don't watch your thing. I watched all 10 episodes of it. Same. Um, the, okay, so Leia Foreman, um, they're the daughter of Donna and Eric. The show is based around, is, is too cringy. Like, they do this trope that I think I've talked about before where they pretend that people don't know how to lie. And so, okay, I'm going to give you an example, Greg, I want, and I want you to lie to me. Okay, Greg, I'm going to ask you a very simple question. I want you to lie. Okay. Okay. What did you have for breakfast this morning? Egg sandwich on toast with a little bit of hot sauce. Perfect. All right. Now I'm going to be a person. I'm going to be a person in TV. You asked me the same question. I'm going to lie like they do in TV. Okay. Okay. Same question. Same question. Mike, what did you have for breakfast today? Uh, I, um, uh, I had a, a chum sandwich with a lamp post. Uh. 
<laughs> with a lamppost. <laughs> That's what they do. They pretend like, oh my god. When <sighs> so. Uh, it's just it's it's so cringy, and that's how she was the entire time. Now you might th- say, okay, well, Eric was a little like jittery, jumpy. I don't. He was never that bad. And in fact, I compare because I, I there was a clip no. of the very first season uh, or the very first episode of that '70s show, and there was a funny scene which they didn't have to play a laugh track twenty times over it. But there's a funny scene where his family or his mom and dad and neighbors and stuff like that are having a uh, like a get together upstairs. And he's talking to his mom. And for whatever, he reaches in his coat that he has beer in and he pulls out two beers, just not thinking about it. And his mom goes, what are you doing with those? And he goes, oh, uh, I was going to take them downstairs. He said it just like that. And then, then, you know, the joke, his mom was, okay, oh, by the way, take these along with you. And she grabs, she gives him two more beers because she's like, these are getting warm or whatever. He's like, oh, thanks. If that was in that 90s show, it would have been, oh, my, I uh, made these um, <laughs> from scratch. <laughs> so this girl, okay, this is, I don't, Nolan and I were watching this, and I there's this scene that comes on. I'm going to tell you about it. And if you've seen it, obviously. And I said, this girl would not have any friends whatsoever. She would, because they're supposed her friends are supposed to be like the outcast or whatever. They're not, they're, they're fine. You know, they're handsome looking people. Yeah. And her, so I'm just going to tell you this scene. I want to see what you thought of it. So she's talking about how she's like 15 or whatever. And she's never been, or she's never kissed anybody. I'm like, that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. And then. In the background, right, they have the the couple that, you know, they're always making out and stuff like that. Again, fine, whatever that happens, you know. She, I swear to God, gets in their faces about an inch from their face as they're they're making out and goes, what's it like? I'm like, if that happened in real life, that girl would they'd be like, no, we're not hanging out with her anymore. That's, that's creepy. Yeah, that's... <sighs> That's not real life. I'll I'll end I'll end my little rant by saying the good part of it, um, red uh, red and Kitty were oh, sure. phenomenal. Had I don't think they've actually worked together since that '70s show ends ended. They did not miss a beat whatsoever. It was like riding a bike, you know. Yeah. Those two, and in fact, uh, they their characters I feel like pushed the envelope. Mm-hmm. A little bit further, you know, like Red, while he's still an angry SOB, uh, you, you get a little glimpse of, oh, no, there are no kids in the house anymore. Eh. Right. Well, yeah. and actually, even with that, I was going to mention that, yes, he's still like, you know, put my foot in your ass type of person. But there's a couple scenes with Leia where he was nice. He was like, hey, it's all right. Like kind of like arm around, you know, it's going to be okay type of how a grandpa would be with the right. grandpa. Yeah, grand, you know? the grandparent mentality rather than the parent mentality. Right. That's Eric and Donna's problem now. Yeah, yeah. They're upstairs people now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's how they yeah. got to find, uh, you know, Bob uh, Pinciotti was in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, Fez, uh, Kelso. And uh, Jackie, and of course Eric and Donna, uh, Leo, um, yes, Tommy Chong was in there. Uh, n- there was no uh, Mrs. Pinciotti, uh, Donna's mom. 
there's a new lady living across or, or uh, oh, and then uh, I guess this is maybe a spoiler for the last second to last or last episode, but uh, Fenton uh, was in there. Um, uh, the, the, who had that long running uh, feud with Fez? Oh yeah, yeah. Original. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. That's not the same actor who uh, uh, is Dean Pelton, is it? Yeah. Oh uh, yes, yes. That's why. Okay, I thought it was. Yes. Just two completely different. You know, like because Dean Pelton kind of talks up here, <laughs> right. and Fenton talks like this. Yeah. So that was good. Good, good, good performances. Like I. I don't think they were necessarily bad performances. I just think like some of that writing was a little. It was juvenile. Disney Channel. It was Disney Channel. What it was? Disney Channel with drugs, with sex, Uh-oh. drugs, and rock and roll. Uh, by the way, I'm trying to find. Uh, so Donna's it, mom. I think it would fit really well on like Comedy Central at three in the afternoon. Oh. Yes, yes. And by the way, uh, the reason Donna's mom wasn't on there is because the actress passed away. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. 2021. I thought I had read that somewhere. Oh, man. Yeah, she was 71. Um, Oh, I was going to say, um, obviously, you mentioned Kelso being on there. And then, uh, spoiler alert, uh, Kelso's son is part of the gang. True. And my God. Looks, I I literally thought it was like Ashton Kutcher's like little brother maybe or a cousin or something. They have no relation, but dude, they're he looks so much like him. Looks uh, the, whatever the kid's name is. When Taylor, you're probably Taylor, <laughs> when you're casting for someone's child, uh huh. I guess like I, I'm not I'm not trying to be be mean or anything like that, but like looks gonna have to pay play a big part, right? Of course, yeah. Especially when it's Ash was Ashton Kutcher's and Mila Kunis's kid. Yeah, and you know what? It was crazy. They actually have a kid in real life. I don't. I don't, that, that kid just probably not fifteen yet. <laughs> oh no, no, I <laughs> not think so. But because that'd have been like, wouldn't that be? Would that be crazy if like twenty years from now they come back and it's the the that twenty ten show or I don't know. There's we're That's, probably this is probably the end of the run. I think so too. By the way, was there anything on there that reminded you of the nineties really? Oh music. I, music, yes. And then I was, that's what I think I was gonna mention. Um were they had a blockbuster, I think. Early they had on. a blockbuster. But also if you didn't know it was called the nineties show, they did do some random uh references just every once in a while. Like, here, drink your Zima. Uh, I'm gonna be watching Ricky Lake. Um uh the mall. Yeah. Fenton, but I mean, Fenton had a, a Dippin' Dots stand. That was that definitely came out in the nineties. Which by the way, Dippin' Dots are the ice cream of the future. But we're twenty five or whatever years into Dippin' Dots, and I don't think that's like legit future of ice cream. I don't think so either. Still um, delicious. Yes, agreed. I mean, because it's ice cream, can't but, really go wrong. Yeah. You know what I was hoping to see? Because when I think 90s, you know, what, what clothing style do you think of when you when you hear 90s? Jinko jeans. I was going to say that and no fear shirts. No. Oh, there you go. And it, which uh, I, by the way, I had to look up. I'm like, no, that was 90s. Okay. Oh, for sure. But yeah. then, you know, like. Yeah. you got Nobody it. had frosted tips either. That's late 90s. 
That's true. That's late nineties. Yeah, that's true. and like Jinkos, I think were like later nineties. Uh, no fear is all through the nineties, but oh, yeah. to have a no fear shirt, you got to pay no fear. And if you just have like jeans and something without a logo on it, you don't have to pay. That's, oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So, I, I, pay no fear. Like, I, I'm sure the guy, if there's somebody that still runs it, I'm sure he'll do it for a quick hundred. I have no idea. Oh. I don't know the going right, uh, the going rates on, on, um, intellectual property in because uh, think about it it's oh it uh, i used to have to do this when i worked in actual radio and it was like you get a, a, you, you play a song the artist is supposed to get you know artist in the in the the studio they're supposed to get a cut of the uh number of ears or number of people that hear that song. Okay. So that's kind of how it would be. So if there's, I'm pulling up, you know, random number, let's say yeah. 3 million viewers of, of uh, that 90 show, then no fear is getting a slice of 3 million eyeballs. On or, the or, radio. Oh, you know, well, go, go ahead. Yeah, no, but you know, that's, that's kind of how we're, it, it's all based on, on the number of, of people who see or hear something. On the radio, could you just be like, "Yeah, we played this song and nobody listened." Sorry. No, but what <laughs> what what I because I had to fill out these BMI logs, and they sucked. It, and you only had to do it once a year, and then even then there was too too often, you know. Right. <laughs> um, but sometimes, like I'd be like, "I'm not gonna play that song. This I'm gonna put in a song from my buddies, Revis, uh, Southern right. Illinois, born and raised." Uh, and and get them a few dollars. Yeah, there or, you go. You know, because um, Justin Holman, uh, who, who I I don't say this like drop names, but he's he's I've actually known him for a long a long time, and and uh, uh, you know, know his wife and his kids and whatnot, and and I have printed off stuff at his house in an emergency, like we're 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 tight. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he he's the uh, lead singer of Revis, and he told me he's like, yeah, you know, somebody buys uh. Uh, album on Amazon or something like that. He's like, I'll, I'll periodically get like an 18 cent check or, you know, something (laughs) like that. I mean, so like royalties keep coming in. Uh, And I thought I heard or saw saw him say something where they were getting back in the studio. Oh, okay. So I'm going to have to follow up with that. I, 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 I tend not to like, you know, just be like, Hey friend, tell me about that band of yours that was on a a Marvel soundtrack years back. Um, you know, try not to abuse the friendship, but, uh, he was like, Hey, we just, we just record a new album or we're going to get back in the studio. Something, I don't know, but very, very excited for when you talk about like albums that I could just listen to on repeat all the time. Right. Breathing is, is the top five. Nice. So, well, that was the 90s show, Mike. Sure and, was. And we're going to spend a little more time in the 90s because we gave ourselves some homework last week. Mm-hmm. And I think to those who wished to participate, we gave them a little homework as well. And that was, let's go back and, and watch some of those 90s cartoons that were popular then and still highly regarded now and see how well they hold up. I'm see curious if- of what you think of them. Yeah, see if they see if we're uh if we think of them as finally now. Right. You know, 25 years later or or more uh than we did at the time. And I'll tell you. I did a little 
extra credit. All right, perfect. Uh, I watched three Batman the Animated Series. This is, I watched, well, I didn't have to rewatch because I just recently, within the last couple of months, was watching right. Gargoyles. Uh, but I did watch a few episodes of the X-Men cartoon as well. Which I've probably seen maybe a year ago. Okay. I know it starts off with the Sentinels. Night of the Sentinels, part yep. one and two. Where would you like to start, or, or how do you want to engage this conversation, sir? Uh, let's okay. Let's start off with gargoyles, I guess. Okay. I was going to say. I, don't, I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> no, I was waiting on you. Okay, sorry. Um, I I think the biggest, I think perhaps hindrance to those uh, shows that take place in the nineties. And this is where I feel like Batman, the animated series has the advantage is, you know, like I, one, one of the early episodes of gargoyles, they have to go, uh, reclaim a disc, a three and a half inch floppy disc. And so you have a lot of technological references that are outdated, uh, from, uh, like flip phones. And, and this is something else I was thinking about uh, with how I met your mother. At one point, Barney mentions his MySpace. <laughs> yep. You know? And, and so yeah, I feel like just, I feel the shows are great. I feel the shows hold up except for some of these technology, uh, you know, references, because even now, I mean, things change so quickly. And so where Batman, the animated series, I think, as I mentioned, has the advantage is that's a, in my opinion, that's a period piece. Like, I think that you look at the style of the cars, you look at the fact that like everybody's always walking around in suits, which nobody does anymore besides right. me. Um, I feel like that maybe takes place in thirties, forties era, give or take. I mean, that could be fair, with, yeah. With a few exceptions, I mean, right? Batman's very well, um, uh. uh Armed, not armed, yeah, um, and it's, equipped, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah, and and um, uh, Batman world has always kind of been like that. Like the movies are are kind of like they're just in their their own time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I did. I watched the the first two episodes, which kind of circle uh, around or, or include Catwoman and Red Claw. And then yeah. I watched the third episode, which uh, was Man Bat. Um, Ooh, and then okay. ep- episode four is Heart of Ice. And that is, you know, the the uh, uh, Victor Freeze, like that heartbreaking tale and mm-hmm. his, and, and Dr. Freeze uh, or Mr. Freeze origin. Um, and, and, you know, why he turned to crime to help try to help save his wife, Nora. And, and obviously that didn't go well. Uh, watching gargoyles uh you know it, it's kind of timely since i just started reading the gargoyles comic book right or at least issue one i don't have issue two yet um i'm sure it's sitting in my poll folder at twilight comics swansea illinois <laughs> uh where they're celebrating 30 years right now and go check out their special deal i can't remember the specifics of it it's um, all free it's not no, Just go in there and tell them you want the free ones. You can do that on free comic book day, <laughs> which we're less than a hundred days away from now. Um, but you know, you see in, in the comic book, I think I mentioned, uh, Goliath and Elisa, the detective Maza are now in a romantic relationship. 
I don't know if I mentioned that when we talked I, about it. You might have, but okay, interesting. Um, so, and and that's written by the same guy who created the show and and wrote the cartoon. Um, so just kind of going back and seeing the origins, uh, and these creatures out of time. I always like those. I always like the like I guess the medieval or dark age you know, yeah. uh, settings. And, and then, you know, these, these creatures out of time who, you know, they're, they're in this world and, and they have some appreciation for the guy who, you know, used the spell to wake them up. But also you find out very early on, he's not to be trusted, you know? Yeah. So then it's, you know, so it, there are uh, a lot of elements of, of gargoyles that do hold up. And I think when they, get to later seasons and episodes where they're traveling around and they're going to different lands through the uh, Avalon portal. I don't know. That's, that's not the right way, but you know what I mean? Uh, And maybe it holds up more because they're going to different cultures and they're experiencing, you know, they're meeting gargoyles from, from other cultures and they're, they're experiencing you, you, you're not so centrally focused on New York city in the nineties. Yeah. You know, New York City in the nineties was a shithole. Apparently, so I mean, I don't remember it, but apparently it was. Um, I don't think I was thinking it. Uh, going back, you mentioned that in the comics, Goliath and the detective are together. Mm-hmm. The human detective, right? Yes. Yes. So, do they have a, a like a maybe in the comic book? Do they have a tagline like uh, "When you turn to stone, it's time to bone"? Nope. Nothing no. in there about him being rock hard either. Okay, well they're they're, they're missing an op- good opportunity. I'm sorry, and and let's not forget he already has a daughter, uh, in Angela. True. I don't, well, I don't know. I don't know how it would work. I remember because it, it it has been twenty something years since I watched the series. Like I I would come home from school every day and watch it. Like you know oh, that's. Yeah. Um, and in one of those, I'm, I'm almost a hundred percent certain that in one of those like Avalon episodes, uh, he's cast with a spell or, or takes a potion or something to turn human. So you Uh have like human version of Goliath and, you know, I guess to detective Matza, that was pretty easy on the eyes. True. Yeah. I mean, that's understandable. Um, I, I know we've talked about this before with Gargos. I in watching the first two episodes. One, I really it, what brought me back was the animation style. Yeah, you know that was just that so reminiscent. I'm like, oh man, and I I had not, uh, I did not remember um, the female gargoyle. I don't remember her name, uh, Demona. Yeah, dying, and I, I don't know if she comes back later. But I always pictured her being in it the whole time. Oh yeah, she she totally back. Okay, I figured at some point in time she she'll come back. So and and that's the tough part too is is um, with Batman the first two episodes mm-hmm. are a story with right. uh, X Men the first two episodes are you know it's like part one part two but yeah. to get that full like arc from gargoyles it's almost like four or five episodes of course of course so, i was also thinking like, and i know i think we've mentioned this before i'm surprised they haven't tried to do a live action gargoyles or reboot it i know not comic wise but t boy i'm just i because i i think it was fairly popular and i, I agree they I, like I, money 
they do like money. Who doesn't like money? True. True. Um, no, I, I'm, I, I would really like for them to find a way, bring it back, keep it faithful to the original. Um, you know, don't, don't nineties show it, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like don't, let's not get, uh, uh, Angela and some of her friends. And then you only see Hudson once in a while to say, I'm going to put my foot in your ass. Uh, you know, I would like it to be fit because they, these, these animated creatures can't age, you know, right. they do just slower than everybody. So, so you could have that, um, story as well as what happens as Goliath, you know, or as uh, Detective uh, Elisa Massa gets older, but Goliath's not aging at the same rate. True, true. You know, there are stories to be told. I, uh, you know, with with the power of Disney Plus, anything's possible. I would say if you, the listener, want more gargoyles, you probably got to go watch the gargoyles that you have so they can get it in the algorithm and uh, and make it happen. <laughs> Yeah, only- what did what did you think about um X-Men? I I think X-Men holds up really well. Like I'm I'm partial because I love that cartoon. Uh, and when I think of and and I, I don't think I'm the only one, but when you watch the X-Men movies and you see like well that's not my like Cyclops I feel like got done in the movie such a disservice because the Cyclops that I grew up with was the leader of the X-Men. Yeah. You know, the, the tall, the, the courageous, the not afraid to get in Wolverine's face and Mm -hmm. and Wolverine back down Uh, very quickly in the movies, it became apparent that the Cyclops that they had was not going to be that person, you know, especially in in the second movie. Um, And, I don't know. Like, it, it's not um, Marsden's fault. Like, it's not the actor's oh, fault. No. It's just, you know, but I, when I think of Cyclops, like, I think of that portrayal, you know, that, that's, that's my Cyclops. Um, and yeah, and he is a leader and he, he does get in people's faces. There, you know, I'm trying to think. No, it wasn't. It was, it was Exo Squad, which we, we can talk about. <laughs> another time but it, i like the art style i like the art style of all these um i i when when cartoons started going like the cgi with the exception of transformers beast wars which we've talked about like i started tuning them out beast wars and reboot were like the cgi cartoons that i i liked but now you know like my oldest was watching a cartoon a couple nights ago or i think it was it was, it was um snow snow day you know, Wednesday, which we didn't need a snow day for that, right, but true. it was like dogs in space and it's just flat 2D. Like these characters don't have any depth or dimension to them. And and I miss like the art of the 90s from uh, Batman the Animated Series, Gargoyles, X-Men, Squad, the Spider-Man cartoon, which we haven't even gotten into. Like animators put effort into these shows and you could tell and and that art style like i'm not i've never been a fan of the anime uh style and that's not like you know 
I don't have anything against Japanese people. It's just that that style is not for me. Um, and I know that a lot of animation is farmed out to animation houses outside of uh, uh, the the great 50 states, right? And that's fine. But I, that's the style that I appreciate. The 90 style, uh, more so even than He-Man that I grew up on. You know, that filmation style was cheap. I feel like with, with some of the titles that I've mentioned without naming them all again, like it looks like they spent some money on those, you know, and, and you're able to tell really great stories in that, you know, in all the shows. But since you asked me last about X-Men, you know, going from uh, uh, like, uh, um, like the Phoenix saga, the dark Phoenix saga, the, um, days of future past the introdu- introduction of bishop um you know you have the characters and maybe it's because we all grew up watching these cartoons but you know like you have the gambit that we all love and and the rogue we all love and and I've already mentioned uh, cyclops and wolverine who yeah huge, huge ackman was a great wolverine but he's also a little tall you know sure. and and when anybody thinks of of wolverine I mean they they thought enough of it so much they they put a one-liner in there in the first X-Men movie when Wolverine tries on the suit and it's black leather and he's like, eh. and Cyclops says, what'd you expect? Yellow spandex? I mean, right. kind of, <laughs> you know, you know, um, so I, I don't know. There's just, it's nostalgia. It's, it's preference, but it's a lot of fondness for, for these shows from the nineties. Um, and I do think that, Again, because I'm old and because I I can't get into the, you know, cartoons of today because they all seem homogenous and and boring, like the, the cartoons of the 90s will always be better. I, uh, you're right, especially with the nostalgia part. And I'm, I'm sure our, our parents, you know, were watching our cartoons thinking, what the hell are they, what the hell are they watching? This is ridiculous. Our parents had Howdy Doody. They wouldn't know a good cartoon if it fit them in the ass. Very true. But I actually had a Howdy Doody doll when I was younger. I mean, like, and and no, if it, like, okay, so maybe not Howdy. uh, I'm sure they had Howdy Doody, but, you know, they also had Flintstones and and Jetsons. You know, those were all from the 60s. And, like, even those are fine. Like, they're... They're repetitive in some of their animation styles, but same with Looney Tunes. You know, oh, yeah. like you have, you have uh, Scooby Doo's another classic example. You have Scooby and the gang running, and it's the same background, <laughs> you know, circling behind them uh, <laughs> quite a bit. Um, you know, so so much so that another cartoon more recently, like made, like mocked that that animation style, but they didn't have, I think. The, the mature, the in-depth, the continued and progressed stories that we got, um, especially Gargoyles and X-Men, Exosquad 2, um, they were they were like season-long stories. You know, they, you know, you had, uh, let's go to X-Men in the first episode, Morph, spoiler, dies. He's you know, or we th- and then we've come to find out he was saved by Mister Sinister. We find this out episodes later, and he's kind of like Dark Morph. You know, like it's not just you can't jump in and out of it one at a time. Gargoyles was the same way. You know, we I don't know. I, uh, 
getting all in my feels. And I can't drink because this IPA is disgusting. Uh, I'm, uh, if I remember, I'm going to try to ask my mom what she watched when she was little. Because for some, and I, I agree with you, like Looney Tunes was on and Flintstones was on, but for some reason, I don't picture her watching like Looney Tunes and Flintstones. I don't know why. So I'm going to try to remember to ask her, like, when you were little, what did you watch? They probably didn't have as many cartoons back then. Probably, yeah. Like, she probably watched Lassie, uh, Dennis yeah, the Menace. Maybe, yeah, I could see that. Uh, Flipper. Little- yeah, was Little House on the Prairie? Is that was that on? That was more '80s, honestly. '80s, okay. Yeah, I don't think yeah. she was a kid back then. Uh, that'd be very awkward for you. Sure. <laughs> very, so. Yes, very, very awkward. All right. Uh, what else we got, Mike? I think that's it. Did you have any thoughts on the cartoons? I did talk uh, quite a bit of the talking. That's okay. We're good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, what are we talking about next week, Mike? let's talk about uh, me getting some new comics, hopefully, because I think I have um, Saga Volume 8 that I'm reading, and the rest of them I think I've read. I'll have to look around, but I need some new comics. I like it, Mike. So, doesn't mean I'm going to get new comics, but I, you know, we'll talk about, you know, I should get new comics. No one deserves it more than you. Sure. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Nerds United. We thank you so much for uh, joining us and uh, downloading the show, taking us with you wherever you are at home, at work, in the car, uh, walking around, wherever you're listening to Nerds United. We appreciate you greatly. And we'll see you next week. For the co-host of the year, Mike Luther, I'm Greg Mahochko. This is Nerds United, a Jittery Monkey podcast. And we remind you each and every week to be kind. And rewind. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.